0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, September twenty 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The latest Fed action, known as QE3, is an open-ended policy of easy money for the duration. The duration of what isn't precisely clear. Jim Dorn, Vice President for Academic Affairs at the Cato Institute and editor of Cato Journal, comments. What is the explicit hope? among Fed policymakers, or at least to to the extent that they've said what they hope happens, uh, what are they hoping for with QE3? Well, with
1: QE3, is an open-ended program, unlike QE2 and QE1, where uh, in this case, the the Federal Reserve is going to buy $40 billion worth of new uh, agency debt, uh, mortgage-backed securities, uh, as long as uh, the economy is uh, still at uh, less than full employment. So, they they have an open-ended policy. There's no end date. In fact, even after the cover uh, the economy begins to recover, uh, they plan to keep interest rates uh, low for the foreseeable future. So, not only they're going to buy uh, 40 billion of mortgage-backed securities each month uh, indefinitely, uh, they're going to keep interest rates uh, low until at least mid 2015. Uh, so they're extending that interest rate policy for another year. Um, their hope is, is that people will spend more, uh, investors will invest more at lower interest rates, and the housing market will rebound from the mortgage purchases. Uh, this is what their hope is.
0: What about savers in this whole scenario? What happens to savers?
1: Well, savers are getting badly burnt. Uh, they're getting virtually nothing on their savings, uh, especially after you subtract out inflation, which inflation is still uh, about 1.7% on CPI inflation. Uh, so they're getting a negative real return. Uh, keep your money in money markets, funds, or sa- savings accounts, time deposits. Uh, you're you're getting uh, like 0.19 uh, percent uh, interest rates, uh, w- which after again after you subtract inflation out, negative interest rates. So you might as well spend your money rather than than, than saving it. So it discourages uh, saving. And savings is used for investment, so it's going to dry up some investment funds. What it is doing is encouraging risk-taking. People are going into the stock market. The stock market is doing very well. Uh, but this is not sustainable. Uh, stock prices have to be based upon real profits, and uh, the forecast for profits actually is is not that great. So what's boosting the stock market is what we call the Bernanke put. Uh, He's saying, well, if the stock market starts to go down, I'll come back in and ease uh, monetary policy to bring it back up again. Uh, and they think that this will create a wealth effect so that people ha- feel wealthier from higher stock prices. They'll spend more money, and this will stimulate the economy. And the whole fallacy here, of course, is that uh, the Fed, by printing money, basically, can create real economic growth. If that were the case, no one would have to work. Uh, we just simply run the printing presses. Uh, Zimbabwe tried that, and it uh, – uh, worked out to generate hyperinflation and then price controls, and the government got more power. Uh, and we had price controls put on in the United States back in the 70s when inflation was uh, – it was about th- a little over 3 percent.
0: We cannot predict. We have no functional definition of, and everyone can see a bubble after the fact.
1: Well, we, we already see a bubble in the bond market. Uh, interest rates can't go much lower, uh, so there's definitely a, a bubble in the bond market. Uh, anybody that's investing in long-term bonds now is taking on a lot of risk. The stock market, uh, a lot of people think there's a bubble in the stock market. Uh, There's not a bubble in the housing market yet, but the whole problem initially was that we had some subprime loans and the housing market was uh, artificially stimulated by government policy and by ultra-low interest rates by the Fed. Now the Fed's keeping interest rates very, very low, close to zero, and they're coming in buying mortgage-backed securities. Uh, they're pump- trying to pump up the housing market, but the housing market uh, was a problem to begin with, and the prices are, are probably still too high. They have to come down, and and you have to have a readjustment in the housing market. They're not lo- letting that readjustment take place naturally. Uh, and that's that's what should be happening. To what extent
0: is fiscal policy playing a role here? Because the, the federal government, uh, through uh, various fiscal means, has made attempts to keep the housing market from correcting. Uh, is the Fed, in some ways, having a difficult time because of that?
1: Well, we could say that the Federal Reserve now is conducting fiscal policy. They're buying uh, government debt. Uh, they're buying mortgage-backed securities. They're allocating credit. Uh, and uh, they're sterilizing that new money that they're creating. They're doing uh, that by paying interest on excess reserves primarily, keeping the reserves locked up at the Federal Reserve rather than being lent out. Uh, so in effect, the, the the Fed's own policy is defeating itself because of these interest rates on excess reserves. And also the low interest rate on savings uh, – it, it discourages sound investment and savings over the long run. The purpose of savings is to create capital goods, which then increase productivity and increase real income in the future. So some people uh, still think uh, that savings is bad because savings diverts uh, money from consumption, and therefore you get this multiplier effect, the reverse multiplier effect. Well, that's nonsense. Uh, it's only if people really hoard money and keep it under their pillows. But people want to invest their money. They want to do something with their money. Uh, right now, a lot of that money uh, is either going into sterile reserves at the central bank or into government bonds or agency debt. And the agency debt, a lot of it is from Fannie and Freddie, uh, which are government-owned. So it's, it's almost as if the, the central bank, which is you could consider a state-owned bank, in effect, is lending to the state-owned enterprises, Fannie and Freddie. Uh, not much different than what they do in China. Uh, Now, of course, Bernanke and Company don't see it that way. Uh, They think that they're doing something that will invigorate the economy, but they've been trying this for several years now. We still have over 8% unemployment. Uh, We have very, very uh, anemic economic growth. Um, What we have is structural problems and uncertainty with respect to policy. And... uh, The government's done nothing to correct the fiscal imbalances, uh, especially the unfunded liabilities that run into the trillions of dollars. Um, No fundamental reform has taken place. They just kicked the ball down the road. So they're looking to the Fed to do something. And the Fed says their dual mandate, uh, which is to obtain price stability and full employment, uh, really uh, gives them the the go-ahead to try to jack up. The, the money supply to lower interest rates and, and stimulate the economy. Uh, Bernanke has said that monetary policy is not a panacea, uh, but he's
0: acting as if it, it, it were. Jim Dorn is Vice President for Academic Affairs at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work and subscribe to Cato Journal at our website, cato.org.